Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. It's Dr. Zam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. And what a week it has been, uh, to say the least, uh, for everybody that listens, uh, you know, week to week and uh, has just heard last week to now. Uh, I don't think anybody could have imagined the course of events that took place uh, in the last uh uh, seven days. It's just been uh, a, a crazy whirlwind of uh, emotions from every different perspective you can imagine. Uh, first, football-wise, uh, Miami Dolphin-wise, uh, the Dolphins have done it. Um, they have uh, found a way to get a victory and, and to clinch that final playoff spot. So the Miami Dolphins now are in the 2022 playoffs and uh they beat the New York Jets by the score of 11 to 6 uh starting their third string quarterback Skylar Thompson as everybody knows um and uh, basically found a way to stop the decline of what was about to be an insanely disastrous collapse um to a season which I guess if you look at what happened to the New York Jets, it's, it's very similar to that, uh, the way their season declined. But you can add two more steps if the Dolphins were not able to, to put this one uh, you know, in the books. But they did, and that's all I guess that matters. They end their season at 9-8. and eight. Um, Let's go through a little bit of the rundown stat sheet for this Dolphin Jet game. Skylar Thompson, as you all know, uh, started the game uh, in place of both Tua and Teddy Bridgewater, who suffered a broken finger in the previous game before that. Uh, and uh, basically, I, I guess everybody knew what was in store and what had to be done, and, and it was that kind of game. It was literally um, a defensive battle of field goals, um, the 11 was actually a safety on the last play of the game, which kicked that up. I'm sure there was ramifications on that. Betting-wise, we'll, uh, we'll resort to Rich in a, in, in a short while, and he can let us know if that had some uh, big ramifications. But Skylar Thompson, 20 for 31, 152 yards in the air, and uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and I guess that sums up a lot of what we just talked about. Jeff Wilson, your leading uh, rusher, 16 for 72. However, uh, the player I thought the player of the game, right underneath that, Raheem Mostert, 11 for 71, uh, and I, I really thought he was the player of the game. I thought that he was able to really run the ball hard and, and, and get some crucial yards when you needed it. He did suffer a broken 
thumb, I believe, at the end of that game and is now questionable to doubtful for the playoff game. So we'll see if we have any updates on that one. Um, now, receiving-wise, Gusecki, your leading receiver. Uh, first time of the year for that, four for 46, and made some really good catches, and it's about time they implemented him more into the offense. Uh, Waddle behind him, five for 44, and uh, I think it was uh, Dorm Smythe after that for three for 39. Uh, Tyree Kill, again, two catches for 23 yards. If you listen really carefully, I think you can still hear him complaining about it. So uh, that's what that is right now. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Jets, Flacco, 18 for 33. 149 in the air, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Rushing-wise, Bam Knight, a favorite of Rich, 12 for 22. And uh, Garrett Wilson was your leading receiver for them, 9 for 89. So um, that's basically, in a nutshell, what this game was. The Dolphins win, the Patriots up in Buffalo at the same time. The Dolphins needed them to lose, and that's in fact what they did in a very emotional game, which started off with a kickoff return for a touchdown and basically was put to bed by another kickoff return for a touchdown. Now, for everybody that listens to our show, especially last week, you witnessed one of our more heated shows uh, as um, we were very opinionated. Me and Rich went at it quite a bit, uh, and uh, as far as whether or not New England was going to have something to play for and how that would turn out. And neither one of us could have ever imagined what went down as DeMar Hamlin uh, suffers an injury about an hour or so after me and Rich had this show and talk about it, uh, where the entire country um, hanging on the edge of their seats uh, for basically his life uh, at stake. And, and you all know that he... Uh, you know, has been in the hospital and uh, what he went through. And, and, of course, the great story is he has made a, a full recovery in the sense that he was released today. He's back in Buffalo. Um, Rich, I don't know where else to go with this. I mean, me and you could not have imagined what was about to take place shortly after our our show and, and just a whirlwind of events that went on. And uh, even uh, this even affected you, uh, you know, with the emotions that I've seen you go through um so has a, certainly a happy ending as he's released today but but boy hey, oh he's boy he's, he's, he's back in buffalo he, they released him for the hospital i mean how can he be in critical condition this afternoon and it'll be home now i, I don't think that's, that that diagnosis was correct because you can't be in critical no. condition to be released a few hours later no, no, no. I think that I think you're absolutely right. I think that that was a, a condition that was was placed on there, and then you know, uh, obviously the media and everything kept that running. But you know, I think he he basically became stabilized. I've asked a couple uh, people, and 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 basically what it comes down to is is you know uh, if his heart was you know back okay uh, you know uh, if there's damage there so and if there's damage you know for lack of oxygen to his brain which didn't appear to be then you know you're you're pretty much uh you know out of the woods at that point and on the road to recovery so um you know uh, it, 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 happy ending for sure and yeah he uh he now makes his way you know he's out of the hospital he's back in buffalo he was uh he was facetiming throughout the game 
So, you know, I don't know why, why they kept saying, you know, critical condition, even yesterday. I mean, he was FaceTiming people and players throughout the entire game. So, um, yeah. So, so that is that. But like I said, Rich, I mean, I you know, what yeah, who took think, place? Who think what we, what we saw, what happened last week, and then before we go on the air this week, he's home. But it's just crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Like, and, and that just adds to what I'm basically saying, that, you know, from one show to the next, I don't think anybody yeah. could fathom what went on and the ups and downs and the amount of events that have taken place for me and you to go, you know, or red light from last Monday to this Monday. It's just, it, it's crazy, yeah. like you said. And to have, a, you know, have him home when we are on the air right now is just, uh, it, uh, it, it, uh, it's crazy. Yep. It really is. So the Miami Dolphins, they, they do what they needed to do. Um, they get the victory against the Jets. Certainly wasn't pretty, uh, but it was what most of us expected it would be, especially, you know, um, with an offense that you were just hoping could could kind of, uh, you know, put up some semblance of points enough to do this and you hope that the Dolphin defense, you know, would, would be enough to shut them down. Of course, they held them to six points, so they certainly did their job as well. 100%. Our kicker actually made a game-winning kick. And, and a big kick, and I was waiting for you to say that. I didn't know if you were, you know, if you had a written apology or if you were just going to, you know, wing it on the air and if you wanted me to silence everybody while you did it. But, I'll yeah, Jason Sanders. <laughs> I, I guess you got it. You got it, I guess. I guess you got it Sunday afternoon, somewhere in the, in the fourth quarter. I guess the 48-yarder, 49-yarder, that was the apology to you. Uh, so, But, yeah, a huge kick from Sanders. I'm going to no, and I don't think you're getting one from either anyway. Uh, but that's what it is. Sanders obviously becomes the hero in the sense and uh, and take, does that. Uh, so, you know, we can't diminish that. Um, one thing i got to tell you, I have heard a lot of – very harsh criticism of Tyler Thompson today, which surprises me quite a bit because he is what he is, and you're basically just hoping that, you know, he basically had, you know, a kid going behind the car that just learned how to drive a stick, and you're hoping to, that he could drive the car to the store. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what anybody was expecting, but certainly, you know, this guy saved the season. I, I mean, he didn't make any mistakes, like you said, that's throughout the, the game. Thing. That's really that's, that's the whole what, thing. That's what it is. Yeah. You can't give the game away. You basically, we're not asking him to win it. We're asking him about to lose it. That's all. That's what his job was, and he did a good job yesterday with that. You know, you got to give him for sure. You know, for sure. Start. Yes, I mean, absolutely, and it is what it is. So, uh, so you got that. Anybody who complains about Skylar Thompson has not been watching this team play for the last twenty-two years since thirteen retired because we've had some doozies. You know, (laughs) I mean, we've had first outs. You know. Well, for sure, for sure. And and so, you know, all in all, you have to be happy with that. Um, now, the latest news I have, and I do have some info for you, but the latest news we have right now is Tua has not passed uh, protocol uh, right now. 
but they're waiting for the next report, which would be on Wednesday, and uh, we'll we'll see where that kind of goes from there. And uh, that's all we have right now. But on a side note, and I and I I found this out today. I don't know how much you, I know you're you're under the weather today, so. Uh, it turns out that uh, you you were a hundred percent right last week on the uh, I, I guess the the uh, the protocol, if you will, of how they're addressing this situation and what they're allowed to do. Uh, McDaniel then gave a press conference that he would not even address anything game point because it's not good for him as a human, so he wasn't allowed to talk about it at all. And we then found out he was basically put in the locker room at a certain point and was not on anywhere on the field. He was in there and at a certain point and then finally joined the team after the game. And he was allowed to celebrate with them. So he was not involved in this game in any sense with anybody. Well, he was basically – McDaniel was not allowed to ask him any questions about the concussion. Nothing. Nothing. He was put no. pressure on him. If he thinks right. about it, it puts right. more pressure on him. But wait a minute. I mean, obviously, right. don't you think he's thinking about that every second of the day? <laughs> yes, but what I'm what I'm saying is that you can now amplify that. When you had said yes. that, you can now amplify it. Is that he gave a thing, a talk after people? He wasn't even allowed to address it. He did not so. factor into it at all into any game plans. He would not talk about the game in any so. respect with Tua's name in it, even to the press. So, listen, I, you know, I, I mean, I just think you're getting to a certain bit of a bizarre area here. Um, I mean, what does Tua have to do with it? Really, what does he have I to do know. with it? Like, what, you're going to make him feel bad if he can't go? I mean, it, the doctors should be the ones that are making this decision. It should have nothing to do with him, really. I mean, if he doesn't want to uh, play, of course, but, I mean, I don't know why – why he's being treated like a five-year-old here with this, it doesn't make any sense to me. But it is what it is, and, I, and we find out that he's actually sequestered sequestered in, the, in a certain part of the locker room once the game had already started. And then, at the end of the conclusion, was allowed to join the team he's to celebrate. To watch it. I he guess allowed watch to watch it. I guess allowed to watch it in his private quarters on a private TV in there, but certainly not on the sideline, and cer- <laughs> certainly not in the box. And I can't. No, no I, I'm not sure of that. No, no, I'm not sure of that. I cannot say that it was not blocked. I, I do not have that information. It is a possibility. I don't know. I don't know whether he watched the game or not. I don't know if he was allowed to. I just know that he was not allowed to be on the field and he was not allowed to be in a box watching it and that he was basically in the locker room sequestered and then came out. So I can't tell you any more than that, but that is what I got uh, firsthand. And so there's players that bring their infants there with headphones on them. They were, they were like born like five days ago (laughs) and they were at the game with headphones on. But so you're saying maybe Tua had to wear the headphones too, the noise blocking who's headphones. That, who's that? Remember that college coach that locked the guy in the bathroom? Yeah. He locked the yeah. players in the bathroom? Yeah. Because it was a yeah. concussion. Remember that? Yeah. He locked, absolutely. Him, he locked him in the closet. 
from Absolutely. Like that was a big name coach too. Yeah, it was. That yeah, was a pretty. It was. Uh, yeah. No, with the players, it was a player's son. It was. Um, right. It was like the running back's son. Right. No, that was a big thing. That was yeah. a pretty big name yeah. coach. Yeah. You would right. know better than me who that was, but it was. Yeah, it I was forgot, a, forgot who it was. Well, yeah, I mean, it was Patriots, a. It was the Patriots' running back son, I think. Right. 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 Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And and so basically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this a closet involved? <laughs> I don't know. Is he locked? Is he locked up? <laughs> Not sure. I don't know the protocol, but uh, and listen, it, it, it is what it. Listen, I as far as Tua and his health. We're not making fun of that, and, and what, you know, whatever that turns out, we'll see how this goes. I, I don't know, but I I just think that the, the the part of this is real ludicrous to me. That that to me is ridiculous. I don't know. It, this is going to go from you're not allowed to talk to him to if he's cleared, you're going to throw him up against eleven guys looking to crush his skull on every play. I mean, there's got to be some kind of middle ground there, right? I mean, he's a man. Like I don't understand. Yep. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm not saying one way or another whether he should be cleared, but I just think he should be able to, you know, to, to treat the man like a man. I don't understand that. It's a little, a little strange to me. But uh, irregardless, uh, we, we move on. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's always a pleasure uh, to, to beat the New York Jets. Um, there was not necessarily, uh, uh, you know, a, a mark in their season that we ended, but I think when you can beat the Jets and send them home, uh, I think their collapse is already in stone. So, uh, and that's a big one. I mean, this was a team that was a little bit behind us as far as how high they had gotten. Um, they may not have gotten to the number two, but I think they sniffed it and to, yeah. uh, Collapse like they did is, you know, uh, it, it's very special to avoid this. I, I mean, the Dolphins were on the verge of a monumental collapse. We talked about the 93 season when Marino got hurt um, and, and how they were 9-3, and three, I think, or whatever. 9-2. Uh, uh, and uh, I mean, this, this was monumental. And, uh, yep. you know, and they were able to dodge this. So um, that's a big thing. And uh, always a very special thing as far as I'm concerned, and I know you feel the same way, to, uh, to beat the New York Jets in this situation. So we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll play a very special uh, promo for you as we, as we come back. It's intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be run in for a touchdown by A.J. Dewey at the 10 to 5. He scores! Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. You listen to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. It's the time of the season when we 
It's not going to be like it was last time we were up there. It's well, going to be a little colder. Degrees, but yeah, a little colder, but not, not a little colder, but though. clear. No, not terrible. Yep. I mean, when you when you're up there, you know, you know what it could be. So obviously, yeah, they, they, they'll they'll well, be my, okay my as far as this, right. What do they do with the teams that play Monday night? Like the next week, if the team that wins, like I was they told that they automatically those teams are going to get the late Sunday. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing right now. That like that the Monday Marino night game will get. The, what's that? Just what happened to Marino in his last game, right? Really yeah, I knew you were going to bring up that. You know, it's always nice to play the late game in Seattle and then have to come back and play the early game on Saturday in Jacksonville. That that's always sweet. Yeah, is, that, is, that, is that ridiculous? It still makes yeah. no sense to me at all. That's a, no, no, it was very strange how they they set that up. And uh, and you know it's upsetting too because you got to figure if they didn't have that, they got to at least lose sixty two to fourteen, right? <laughs> I would think they'd be able to put another one across. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I feel the same way. I thought that they had, you know, uh, there's a lot of bad omens that have taken place under Marino's career. That's certainly one yeah. of them. Um, you know, playing a Super Bowl in a in, in a fog of the. The home it's team's practice facility, yeah. <laughs> you know, that that didn't, wasn't the greatest scenario either. But, you know, it yeah. is what it is. But the Dolphins should have, you know, a, a fairly good time slot, as you put it. I, I guess I'm just saying it's it's not really exciting, you know. It's not really exciting. It's just like, you know, the normal Sunday slot. Um, but, I don't uh, care but yeah, I, I hear you. And, and I'm sure most people don't. And, uh so. Yeah, it's not an event time, uh, you know. But no. uh, but it's probably better it's that better. it's not. Less people watch it, maybe we'll play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's something like that. Um, I must tell you, uh, you have gotten a lot of um, Bills quote mafia chiming in at you this week, uh, coming after yeah. you. We've gotten a lot of yeah. remarks on the show, uh, emails and, stuff. and and so you have uh, you have a pretty big fan base waiting for for Sunday, um, and uh, well, you, know, you, you know have been called out for that, that idiotic name that they named themselves. Yes. I think it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. So, you know, I don't care. I'm happy the Bills Mafia don't like them because I don't well, like them. They don't. They don't. Yeah, it's mutual. And I don't know where it's come from, but they've picked up on you somehow uh, because you, you have found their attention this week. And, That's uh, my job. Jump on a car yeah. table and drink a shot of, uh, of cherry schnapps out of a bowl ball for the 48th time a day. That's good, yeah. Well, it's good for you. I believe. I believe it's peach schnapps, my friend. I believe it's peach. So if you're not going to get it right, okay. I thought it was peach. So if you're not going to get it right, then I don't want you anywhere near Rich Stadium. You stay away from Rich Stadium. Yes. And it's not Rich Stadium anymore. How about that one? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I couldn't even tell you what it is now. Keep it up. You keep it up. I was going to get you. I was going to get you one of the bleachers from the old stadium for your birthday. Now you're not getting it. Oh, Forget yeah, that's about what I want. It. Forget Too about old. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it I, I would say that, you know, all in all, this has been a very strange year. It really has. It's been a very strange year. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it really has. And when you look at the playoff yeah, situation and everything. Seriously, I think the most, the most ridiculous thing I keep hearing is like, you know, when the Dolphins were eight and three, all the fans were talking Super Bowl. Who were they? I don't know anybody who was talking Super Bowl. Were you? I wasn't. No, but to be quite honest, Rich, there was a lot. When the Dolphins were riding high, high after that, I think it was after that, uh, I, uh, I had a guess. I think the playoff drought, and maybe we could win a couple of games. No, the but when they beat, when they beat the Texans, I think, and they had that five-game winning streak, and, uh, um, you know, they were putting up those numbers. I, honestly, there was a lot of people that were starting to talk Super Bowl. <laughs> there really was. There was a lot of clowns that had jumped I right in. Who, I, don't, I know Tudor wasn't. It wasn't me, no. it was you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. I mean, but you know how these you know how these fans, these fans are. I mean, it's just – but so, you know, there was. But, you know, let me also say that uh, – <laughs> you know, there there was a lot of uh, events that have turned so much, and this week there was not a little bit of sentiment, but a lot of sentiment to fire Mike McDaniel. As ridiculous as that is, there was an enormous yeah. amount, and it started off from the from the famous Miami article. From the Miami Herald by Sagaro uh, uh, that you know that basically um, you know his job was in jeopardy, and uh, and and a lot of people had jumped on board of that. Um, now this was a step away from ending very badly. Now we've talked about you know rumors. Me and you kind of had uh, some talks about this. There's going to be a lot of changes next year. Um, and Sean Payton now, uh, you know, who explained, you know, uh, what the circumstances are there. Um, now the Broncos have gotten permission from, uh, from the Saints, so they're going to interview him. Uh, and, you know, you had said that that started from, you know, him being out there. I don't think it did. I think it just started, and I think him being out there, obviously, is, is another, you know, issue in, in itself uh, because – you know, there's going to be teams that want him, and if you remember correctly, it was Brady who was on the yacht who now is going to be, you know, there's a lot of people talking where he's going to go. Um, you know, uh, I think, you know, the Raiders are certainly a viability, and, and the Dolphins, you've heard that. That's going to that's gonna stay. So there's, you know, there's going to be some change there, but it was kind of that package that, uh, Ross was trying to put together uh, with him and then have Peyton coach it and all that kind of stuff. So there's going to be movement, I guess. But I was just surprised that you were talking Super Bowl to, to fire the coach. That literally took place in a, in a, in a three, three to maybe yeah. four-week span. Maybe, maybe four weeks, <laughs> right? I mean, it, so yeah. that just goes to show you the mentality, especially, you know, it just really does. I mean, to go from those extremes is, is was, ridiculous. This was a very boring Black Monday, by the way, too. I mean, when he got about three firings, did I, you know? Yeah, because you've got a lot of new coaches, I guess. Yeah, um, but there's going to be more. I mean, fired. you know, the, uh, Lovey Smith is going to be fired, well, I would assume. He did fire. No, yeah, was, yeah. And, and, then, and then Cardinals. Actually. Right. And then Cardinals fired uh, today. Yes. Cliff Clinton's married. Yeah. Right. 
You know, and so uh, and the Broncos before that, like, right? He's got like three more years on his contract, Pat. Like, Who does? Yeah, like, huh? Yeah. 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 You know, Rich. The I Broncos think when you have already, you know, Broncos happened already. Like we all do that. You know, that was yeah. a done deal. Um, they they said Rivera may go. Rivera. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. Washington, you know how they are. I mean, how, yeah. you know, they're itching the way. You know, they. I don't think he, he did a bad job this year. I don't know why he benched Heineke. You know, two weeks ago, I think that was a mistake. Yeah. You know, he brought back. He brought back. You know, you know, Wentz for the thirtieth time. It's like, and they got they got knocked out of the playoffs that game. Like, I think that was a huge mistake. Yeah, I you don't know? understand why you know Heineke hasn't gotten more respect over there. He seems that he wins big games. Uh, you know, I mean, he, I don't know. I thought he, you know, Just should Rivera, get more respect. Rivera seems to have gotten very nasty in the last few years. Like, he never was really like that. He seems like he he turned nasty all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, I, I've, I've his, noticed his it. I know he's everything else. I know he went through a lot, but he just doesn't seem to be the same guy anymore, you know? Right. No, I know exactly like what you're talking about. You know? So they, you know, so there might actually be a change there. I mean, that's there's there's a lot of there's going to be openings, and there's some big coaches. You know, Sean Payton obviously is going to be the biggest name. Harbaugh, you uh, thought he made a comment that he was done. Now it seems like he's not done. Now it seems like he is looking to maybe make a move. So we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, and, and there's some decent situations with teams. You know, um, that have that are set up, have a lot of draft picks or young talent. So um, there's, there's, uh, I guess, enticing jobs out there is the best way to put it. Uh, so we'll see what lands and who lands. And, um, you know, uh, McVeigh, we don't know what's going on with him, right? He's going to take some time and decide whether he wants to come back or not. Uh, I don't yeah, know how long that somebody, process is. Somebody that does something like that that's going to step away is, is leaving, I believe. I don't think he's going to step away and say, okay, I'm back now. You know, I, I would think he's gone. You think he's gone? Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen says he expects the return to the Saints. <laughs> what, what happened? Dennis Allen says he expects the return to the Saints. Well, I, I'll tell you this. As far as the Saints go, I mean, I think Dennis Allen is contingent upon whether or not Sean Payton takes another job, right? Because I think that's certainly in Sean Payton's uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they have another contract, so, right? I mean, that would be the easiest place for him to land, right? Right. They really have another contract. Would. Yeah. It would. Um, I don't know how much uh, pull he has if he wants to go to somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I they'll know. make a trade, but I don't know how much pull he has, right? I mean, they have to make some kind of arrangements with the Saints. Can the Saints just Oh, adamantly say no, 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 no. Or at some point, do they have to with the league make them make some kind no, of deal? No, for two years, for two years is up to the Saints. They can ask for whatever they want, compensation wise. They can't, right, you but know. I, they can't. No, he can't just be signed if the Saints don't agree to it because they own his rights for two more years. Yeah, you know, I'm not really saying that. What I'm saying is, at a certain point, do they have to negotiate and make a deal? I mean, the no, league's going to step so. in at a certain point. The league's going to step no, in at a certain point. If a team makes an offer, 
Yeah, I don't think they would hold a – you know, if they're getting a first-round pick and a, and a, and a yeah. you know, a couple middle-round picks, I yeah. don't think they would hesitate. I think they would do yeah. it. Yeah, you know? I think so, too. I, I think don't think so that too. ended well there, right? Really? No, but it must not have ended bad enough because I've heard him yeah. – I, I, like, I've heard it talk that he may go there again. And, I, you know, it, it, so I don't think it ended that poorly. I don't think it's going to happen – Honestly, because I don't think they have the quarterback situation that he wants. But no. if by some happenstance they were able to, you know, would it happen? Well, I think, yeah. I think the I mean, Texans are going to go after him hard, though. Yeah, that's a job that I don't see him loving, though. But you don't, you don't think, don't think he wants picks they have? No, because as good as the picks are, it's like starting over. He's a veteran guy. He's got a Super Bowl thing. There's a lot of growing pains that have to take place there. Doug Peterson has done an excellent job, but you see where that's at. I mean, that's the best-case scenario. And that's a second-year guy. And that's a second-year guy, Rich. Even though it was a nightmare first year for Trevor Lawrence and all the – I mean, I think that – you know, happened to go through that uh, entire uh, coaching debacle, uh, set him back so much. He still had a year to play football, and that's got to help you coming in. You're not a rookie, you know what I mean? You've got experience. The Urban Meyer thing definitely hurt him, but as far as getting some on-the-field experience and going through a year in the NFL, he was able to do that. So you'd be talking about starting fresh, for Peyton. I just don't think he would want to do that. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe he would. But I, I think he wants to go to a place that has more established veteran talent and he could, you know, win much quicker. I, that's what I would think he would want. Um, yeah. The Raiders. I don't think are the, so, open, are the teams with, with open spots for coaching, they really don't have the quarterback, any of them, right? It depends. I mean, it depends how you look at it. You got Brady is going to go somewhere else. Okay, so he's going somewhere. I don't know where he's going to end up. I think the Raiders are probably the. You retire? I mean, is it a possibility? Yes, but I mean, no, I don't think so. I think there's going to be some jobs that might appeal to him to keep playing. But you listen, he plays Sunday, uh, Monday night. So a lot of what transpires is going to dictate, right? Uh, Yeah, of course. I mean, so we'll have to see how that kind of plays itself out. Um, You know, quarterback's always the key. I don't know. You know, you seen last night. uh, Aaron Rodgers, to me, looked like a guy who was relieved that this season ended. That's what I saw there. Now, is that his last game? I think it's a good chance it is. I mean, you've seen the, the, the jersey trade, now nah, I'm going to keep this one. You know, I just think that I just yeah. think that Aaron Rodgers might be done. But if he's not, you know, that's another quarterback that might go somewhere else. Um, there's going to be some movement around. Uh, and, you know, we'll have to see, I guess, where that kind of places itself, you know. But, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting off season to say the least. But it's going to be an interesting playoffs. This is going to be very interesting to see how these playoffs yep. transpire and, and, and what comes from it. So, uh, all right, keep that in mind. Got a lot of, There's not two dominant teams that we're going to say, okay, no. these two are definitely going to be in the Super Bowl. No. There isn't. It's no, going to be a lot of uh, mystery here. Yes. 
for sure. Okay, another uh, jet promo for you, and we'll be right back. 31, 30 seconds to go. I believe Marino is saying I'm going to spike it. This is Mark Ingram, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back, my friends. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Come to the final stretch here, and uh, we are prepping for the Dolphins' uh, first playoff game um, since 2016. And, and Rich, you know when you, you know you've heard it all week. I mean, the Jets are the longest streak now, and they're harping on that um, hard. That's what 2000, right? Uh, and and you know, and they even start a little bit with the 2016. So I, I tell you this all the time. I think it's always good to, to, you know, to break that, to become a playoff team. I kind of feel like you feel differently this year because you were certainly very excited to get this team in there. And I still believe that, yeah, it's not a criteria. You don't have to do it, but it definitely helps to get your team, your organization, especially if they're young, some kind of a playoff experience to see how it all kind of shakes out, regardless of the outcome. Um, I, I think that helps you. I, I really do. And so, either way, just because you get there doesn't mean you're going to win one next year, and the next year you're going to. Doesn't mean you're going to win one next year, but what it does mean is that the next time Not you're in there. Your your players have played in a playoff game, right? It means something. Like uh, you know, uh, if you're getting well, the last veteran guys, guys we got in there, those guys never saw the playoffs again. Right? Well, 
But that's yeah, but that's not really my point. My and a lot of those guys are gone, long gone. I'm this is a new gone. team. I understand. Yeah, they, 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 those guys never got back to the playoffs. Yeah, you're missing my point, though, when you say that. That's not really my point. My point is that if okay. you do, if you do have a team that gets back there, the right. players that have so. played in playoff games, I think it takes a little bit of that edge off in the sense that you can bring, you know what it entails. You know, when you get to a Super Bowl. That's a new thing, right? I mean, obviously, um, you know, that uh, your butterflies, this and that, it's, it, you know, so you're not going to get that experience necessarily. But I think that, you know, just having a playoff under your belt is going to make a lot of these guys a little bit more um, aware of what it, it is if they ever get back there down in the future. It's and not the end all. I'm not. No. No. I mean, I think the most important part is get to a back, though. You know? Well, yeah, you know, oh, with, for uh, sure. Yeah, we can't go, like yeah, like I said, you can't go to a gunfight with a knife. And that's, like, you know, we don't have him back. It's not really going to be a fair fight. You know? No, uh, of course. that's Yeah, I mean, that's an entirely different point and issue. But, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, of but course. That's, that's of what, course. That's why I'm not more excited about this than I usually would be. Sure, you know sure. I mean? not, that's, you know, I'm kind of, yeah, like, yeah. worried about it a little bit. Of course. I mean, yeah. I, I am too. I don't, you know, listen, I, I think I think you have your hands full, even with Tua going up there, oh, I think is going to be I'm a not, real uphill battle. The line opened up a ten and a half today, so. You yeah, know. right, right. <laughs> they don't think Tua is Right, playing. which says, uh, that's assuming he is playing or not? I think that they don't think he is playing. They don't think he is. So if he does wind no, up playing, wrong. that line yeah, drops to Six. Right. Six and yeah, a half, that sounds, you know. Yeah, that's that's that sounds right. So, um if that's the case, uh you know, I mean, it it shows you, you know, where you're at as far as that goes. The playoffs are another level. Um, you know, we went back and forth. I argued with a lot of people on, you know, I'm very critical a lot of times and you certainly are of the NFL. All right? They do a lot of things, you know, that are just make you shake your head. But, you know, I have to say, I think they really got this right on so many different levels. I know they're taking still a lot of heat, but let's face it, the the things that they implemented and had in place saved Damar Hamlin's life. There's no way around that. Oh, they yeah, acted quick. The protocol, the, they were prepared for this. They revived him. Uh I mean, they saved his life. That's first and foremost. Yeah, and, uh, you, know, you know, and that's all because of things that have went on and changes that are made, and they were prepared for this. Uh, I mean, they they yeah. really were, and they all acted, you know, fantastic on a whole. You know, that, that, that's the far- trainers too. You got to give the EMS a lot of credit too. They do. Oh, for they sure. Do. They took control. But how about how about the clown on the uh, on the Packers pushing the yep. EMS guy yesterday? I was, just going to go there, and the, and let doing? me tell you something. As ridiculous that is, I, well, his sidekick was it number ninety five? I don't know who that was. Yeah, he should have been. Yeah, he, he should have been ejected he too. He, yes. why did he skate with this? Also, there was another guy that did like a like a make believe CPR thing after he did a play yesterday. I don't remember what game it was. Really? That was a, that was a celebration yesterday. He did a CPR thing. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh wow! Jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, are you guys nuts? 
you know? That's that's a little bizarre. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I thought that, you know, that was ridiculous. And he should have been ejected as well. But, um, but you know, getting back to the situation with as far as um, the ramifications, there was no perfect solution. There really wasn't. Uh, we went through a hundred th- There was no perfect solutions. Me and you were uh, all night, you know, going through that. And I think they found the best-case scenario. And as it worked out, you know, Cincinnati complained and tweeted and, and everything you could imagine really didn't change anything. The, the, one, the team that really suffered the most was the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they're the only ones that really had ramifications from it. I mean, they were the number one seed going into that game, and they lost that. They immediately lost that by not playing that, and now they're playing the Miami Dolphins, in a game that they really shouldn't have to play. Kansas City certainly benefited from it. And, yeah, if these teams get to the championship game, there'll be some kind of a coin flip, neutral site, what have you, if it, it, it transpires that way. But, that, really, that's – I mean, I, I don't think the NFL could have really handled that any better. They're still taking a lot of criticism. Like I said, uh, you know, we've been critical of them. You've been super, super critical of them. In this case scenario – I really think they got it right for the entire, you know, process as best they could. I mean, so that's just where I come in on this. I don't know, you know, where you, you, you know, I don't know. That that's just my take on it. Yeah, they did. They, they did a good job. I mean, I, I think it, it's tough. It, it's a no-win situation for them because no matter what they did, they're going to get criticized. You know, for if sure. they ever held them there and played on Tuesday, like I even suggested. They would have got killed for that, you know? Oh, for sure. So, it was, you know, it's a different world we live in right now. And, you know, there's a lot of noise coming in from outside that people listen to that they should ignore. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, I got you with that. Yeah. I read you loud and clear with that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, so yeah. like, you know, you know go, go to your Super Bowl parties and, you know, eat your, eat your dip and leave our sport alone, okay, please? You know, yeah. that's all. You know, so that is what it is. All right, so you know, yeah. um, one, uh, you know, uh, uh, moving on. Uh, another topic of conversation is, um, you know, this year has been strange. There's been teams that have, you know, overly excelled. The MVP talk and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I know that the media and everybody wants to, you know, Mahomes to have this award. I'm sure he's going to have it. My personal opinion, I think Jalen Hurts should get the MVP. I know you probably disagree. The guy's been 14-1 and this year when he's played, and the team obviously you've seen couldn't, couldn't do anything, you know, without him. He comes back to solidify that number one seed and the bye. I don't think anybody outside of Philadelphia – Pick the Philadelphia Eagles to have uh, you know, 15 wins and uh, 14 wins and, and uh, to get the number one seed and the bye. I mean, I just think that was a crazy great season. He would be my pick. Obviously, I mean, I think Mahomes is. You know, they're going to give it to him, but you know, that's my take on on that as far as that goes. Would it be nice to actually like watch one of those shows one time where one of our guys has a chance to get it? <laughs> To, to to get an MVP? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it is kind of strange because there was a time this year where Tua yeah. 
certainly, I think one. I to be quite honest with you, there was a time this year where I thought Tua was the MVP. Yeah. Now that that was early and it ended in a very quick fashion, but. Yeah, and and you know the ironic part of that is even when he was, they were not giving it to him. Even no, <laughs> when he was the that, MVP. No way, no way. <laughs> and he, then, he, had, he had 55 touchdowns. They wouldn't give it to him. I know. But there was a there was a time this year where that man was the front runner, and sh- and if the well, season ended, then would have won the should have won the MVP. I don't know if he's changed, but at one point he had it was a few weeks ago he had the most touchdowns of 40 or more yards through the air than anybody else in the league. And I still yeah. hear people on TV saying he can't throw a long touchdown. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, so I, I that's, know. you know, that's once, once they get a moniker, they don't, they don't let it go. You know? No, they don't. They, they don't. He'll never, wrong. he'll never be respected in that way. He never will. Yeah. He'll never get it. Yeah. No matter what, yeah. no matter what transpires, he just never will get it. And, you uh, still never admit they were wrong with the, with the, with the no. criticism, and you know, stuff. No, 100% right. You know, one thing that I will say that has upset me: a couple things. Um, a, I told you this is a big play offense, and that concerns me in a lot of different ways. It still does. Uh, obviously, Tua playing is the factor. Tua not playing is, you know, night and day. We know that. Don't know what's going to transpire there. Not giving an opinion either way. I'm just saying, you know, what that, you that obviously is the end of Wednesday, I would assume. I would assume Wednesday we will we'll know. Um, yeah, I would assume Wednesday we will know. Now, keep in mind two things, Rich, okay? Let, let's assume he, you know, he does play this game. And I said this to you. And, you know, and I said this to my son and a lot of other people. Um, let's not forget, Tua did play four out of the five losses in a row. Started four of those games. Now, you could say whatever you want about the, the fourth one. I know. But yeah. he did, you know, he was the quarterback in those games. So this team needs to, you know. It's not like the end all there, and he hasn't played now in another, you know, two-plus weeks. So, you know, uh, expecting him to be sharp would not be, you know, uh, uh, I don't think too observant, right? I would think there's going to be some kind of rustiness, uh, you know, irregardless, but we'll see. We'll see how this all pans out, but I'm I'm just saying. I would hope that, like, you know, the team just elevates itself, you know, at that point, and I think the passing game would be a, a complete different look. You know, right, right. Now, running back wise, most have played a great game. He's got a broken thumb now. I'm hearing. So, yeah, I, does that take him out of this? You can't play with a broken thumb. You're running back. Well, I guess the problem is ball control, especially it's in a physical cold yeah, thing. Yeah, in a cold day, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I guess that's what it comes down to: um, not being able to hold the ball properly. You know, yeah. so, you know, because I think he's listed as doubtful now. Is it doubtful? Yeah, really? I I heard him come we right when I got on the air. We don't know I got how doubtful. bad it is either, you know? No, no, I don't. I don't but right I don't when I remember seeing it, right? We never really saw the play, right? No, but we we knew when he came out and they reported it was his thumb and you, you made a comment. It, we never really saw it happen. <laughs> you were disgusted. You know? <laughs> oh so, yeah. You know I was. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know. Uh, I know. 
So, so the, if, if a kicker hurts his <laughs> and does he kick too? He can't kick either. <laughs> you know, he's a running back. Uh, and 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 let me just say, I'm, I you know I am I'm getting a little tired of the Tyree Kill uh, tantrums. I'm getting tired of them. <laughs> you know I said that the 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 week before. The week before, he, he complained and complained and complained, and then you took a catchable ball, not a great ball, but you knocked it in the air for a huge interception, and on the biggest play that they had, 40-something yards, which was a game changer, you know, you, you illegally shifted, and the whole thing was called back. So enough already with this. I mean, it is what it is, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just him. telling you, I'm getting yeah. a little tired of it. I'm, and I think you're a step away from another outburst. All right? I'm getting tired of the helmet slams, the complaining. Uh, just, I don't like it. That's all, that's all I'm he's, saying. He's, so. he's, throwing, he's showing emotion. Yes, he certainly you is know? showing emotion. There's no doubt about it. And I'm going to start showing some emotion, too. If you want to see emotion, I'm going to show you emotion. I always complain about number 25 that, you know, giving up pass after pass, one interception all year, talking about a waste of money. And he's been well, atrocious this year. Xavier well, I don't know if atrocious is the word. He hasn't, been, he hasn't been Xavier Howard, but he hasn't been atrocious. He certainly hasn't been what we know Howard can do. The defense lets up six points, you know, Rich. I mean, it is what it is. They let up six points. He got beat on four straight pass plays yesterday by a nobody. Think you're exaggerating there? I was going to say, you know, as we come to the end here, I'm going to let you have the, I'm going to let you have the last say. I'm regretting that with every sense of my being right now, <laughs> but I'm still going to give it to you as we I come to an end here. I never see Troy Vincent get beat four times by a nobody in a row. <laughs> I can't argue with that. I absolutely like that comment. And we will see you next week, same time, same bat channel, my friends, as the Buffalo Bills host the Miami Dolphins in the 2022-23 playoffs. Thanks for joining us. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Better go.